It's game time, people. Welcome back to Halftime Happy Hour. Uh, it's the second podcast um, ever, and I'm so excited to be back and doing it again with more encouraging and inspirational sports stories from this past week. I want to give a quick shout out to every single one of you who listened, um, loved, if you loved it. I hope you loved it. Um, but mostly anyone who listened, all my friends and family who shared and gave me feedback on the first episode. Um, thank you for everyone who turned their volume all the way up to hear my first episode. Like I said, there's still a lot of kinks to work out, and um, I really genuinely appreciate all the love and, and kind words I heard about this podcast. Um, I mean, I wasn't kidding when I said I was super, super nervous when I first did it, which sounds funny because it's just me sitting alone in my apartment with a microphone, and it's not even live. But hey, sometimes things are scary. Um, I also just want to give a quick shout out to a few people who really helped me um, along the way. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Randy Williams of Learfield. Uh, he helped me get a microphone. He went out and, and, and got one for me and did a bunch of research on, on the microphone that he thought would be best for this podcast. So thank you, Randy, for helping my dream become a reality. Um, I want to give a shout out to Dalton Speak for creating some amazing music clips for me. Hopefully, uh, you like the intro and the little the little sound clips in between um, the segments we have. Uh, I just thank you, Dalton. You went above and beyond, and you made multiple different tracks for me. You rock. You're great. Um, a special shout-out to my roommate, Tori. Uh, she helped me uh, create the title of this podcast. We were sitting in the living room uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was giving her name after name of potential podcast name ideas and she sat there and listened to every single one and gave me feedback and then somehow we landed on halftime happy hour and I couldn't have done it without her so thank you Tori um another shout out final one for today uh is Katie my friend Katie out in Colorado who who went above and beyond her friend duties and kind of made herself a pseudo producer uh, she sent me one million story ideas in the middle of the night. Um, every single one I think I, I wanted to use this week, but I didn't know if I would have enough time. Uh, but she she helped me come up with ideas for getting a Twitter handle, for, for more story ideas, for reaching out. Good job, Katie. Thank you so much. Uh, so with the Twitter, we have a new Twitter. It's called Halftime Happy Hour, but it's just at Halftime Happy HR. Uh, so if you find any cool story ideas, or if you have any suggestions, or you have any feedback, please, please, please tweet at me at Halftime Happy HR. Uh, use the hashtag Halftime Happy Hour. I really want to get this podcast um, some some recognition because I think the world does need some more positive stories. Um, so with that being said, welcome back. Let's get to it. <laughs> So this week's heavy hitter of the week is actually not a professional athlete or even an athlete in the sense that we used um, last week. Uh, this week we have we have a local. Uh, his name is Rick Zortman. He is known as the Human Etch a Sketch, and he's from Avoca, Iowa. So I was scrolling through Twitter this week, um, and I came across something he had posted. I sent him a direct message, and in no time, I stumbled upon his inspiring story. In 2009, Rick lost his son Armstrong to stage 4 brain cancer. Armstrong loved to run, and so to honor his son, Rick started running too. Since September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, Rick wanted a special way to kick off the beginning of September. He let GPS track out his son's name, like a human version of an Etch-a-Sketch. While running Armstrong's name throughout his town, he had an idea. 
What if you could sketch 100 names during this month of kids who have fought, are fighting, or who have passed away from childhood cancer? Names started pouring in via Facebook. He is, he's not only spreading awareness about childhood cancer, he's letting those affected by cancer know that their story matters too. As of today, September 10th, he's already sketched over 33 names, inspirational messages, and a good and healthy beat state. I just want to give a huge shout out to Rick. Um, thank you so much for showing us that even in the darkest times, there's always light. Keep on spreading your word about Childhood Cancer Awareness Month and, and good luck to your and your upcoming half marathon. Um, like I said, I reached out to Rick via Twitter. Um, I He has no idea who I am. I didn't know him, but I liked his story so much and I wanted his permission to share it. And Rick Rick and I have shared a bunch of emails back and forth and, and Twitter messages, and he's a really, really cool guy, and I, I want to, again, thank him from the bottom of my heart. Uh, childhood cancer, it really has a special role in my life. Um, I've dedicated a lot of my time to Children's Cancer Connection and Camp Heart Connection and Dance Marathon, and I really appreciate anybody who goes above and beyond and, and spreading the word about childhood cancer, because it's scary and it's frightening, but if you form a team and, and you form a community of people who want to fight this disease together, it makes the world a better place. So thank you, Rick. Um, keep running, keep running. You're doing great. Uh, you've gotten 33 names in 10 days, so I know you're going to crush your goal of getting 100 names uh, sketched out in September. So everyone, follow him on Twitter, follow him on Facebook. He is He's doing some really good things out there. My next segment is Field of Dreams. Uh, again, this segment's kind of cool because it's you know based off a movie that was filmed in Iowa. And I figured since this segment is about baseball, like a baseball movie, we should probably have at least one story involving baseball. So seven-year-old Haley Dawson loves baseball. And all the MLB teams are coming together to help grant her biggest wish, to throw out the first pitch at every MLB ballpark. But Haley isn't just any seven-year-old, though. She was born without three fingers due to a rare disease. Thanks to the evolution of science, Haley now has a special, specially designed 3D printed hand, complete with the Oreos logo, of course. She has learned to write with that hand, but more importantly, she's taught herself how to hold and throw a baseball. The Orioles and Nationals were the first teams to step up and invited her to throw the first pitch out. With almost every single MLB team responding to a tweet put out by Bleacher Report, Haley currently already has two teams offered, checked off her list. Only 20 more eight to go. Uh, this story is really cool because, first of all, it's a seven-year-old girl um, who just loves baseball so much. She just wants to go to the games and, and be a part of them. But to have, to have every single MLB team, almost every single one of them, reach out to you and ask you to throw the first pitch out this girl's going to set a Guinness Book of World Records. She's going to do incredible things. And, and I think it's really cool that she doesn't let her hands stop her from living her dreams or playing t-ball or playing softball or, or doing anything. Um, follow, if you want to hear more or if you want to follow Haley, follow her story at Twitter at Haley's underscore hand. Uh, science is really cool. Haley's really cool. And I think the MLB is extremely cool for for truly, you know, bonding together to try to make this girl's dream a reality. Um, this week's comeback kid, also this week's girl power, comes from the U.S. Open. All four semifinalists in the U.S. Open are, were American women. 
That's the first time since 1981. What's even cooler is this year's champion is Sloane Stevens. This is Sloane Stevens' first Grand Slam title, as well as her first Grand Slam finals debut. Not to mention, she also just sat out of tennis for 11 months due to foot surgery. She missed last year's U.S. Open completely, and then had a lackluster return to Wimbledon. Since July 31st, her record has improved to 15-2, and and her ranking has gone, as of today, her ranking has gone from 957th to 17th. Sloane Stevens isn't just an impressive tennis player, though. She's a charismatic, kind, and supportive competitor as well. Stevens played her friend Madison Keys in the final, who also made her finals debut that day. So we had two competitors playing in their first finals debut ever. That's incredible. The two embraced after the match for a long hug. Even waiting for the trophy ceremony, Stevens sat down next to her friends so they could chat and ham it up. Congrats to these two women on their finals debut and to Sloane Stevens for locking down her first title. This is incredible, and this is so cool for American women that four U.S. women were in the, in the finals, or in the semifinals. So shout out to the American women. Hey, keep it up, guys. This segment is, this next segment is new. Um, it's called Joy Jocks. It's about athletes that aren't just scoring points on the court. They're scoring points in their community as well. Um, just a quick update from last week's episode uh, where I talked about J.J. Watt and his fundraising efforts for Harvey, for Hurricane Harvey Relief. Uh, last week, I think he said it had just hit like $20 million or $26 million. Well, his efforts haven't stopped. He recently just hit more than $30 million in fundraising effort, and that is incredible. J.J. Watt, you are, like I said before, amazing, incredible, inspirational. You are going above and beyond your call to duty, and, and the city of Houston, I'm sure, appreciates everything that you're doing for them. But he's not the only athlete who is pitching in to help out. Stacy Lewis, a professional women's golfer, hadn't won an LPGA Tour in three years. But that all changed when she won the Cambia Portland Classic by just one stroke. You guys, that is so close. I cannot imagine the pressure she felt or the nerves that were going through her head. Um, but she did it. Congrats to Stacy. Um, but Stacy Lewis has called Houston home since she was 11. After winning her first LPGA Tour in three years, she announced that 100% of her winnings would be donated to Harvey Relief. On top of her $195,000 winnings, her hat sponsor, KPMG, announced that they would match her donation, meaning $390,000 would be donated to the great people of Texas. What a donation, especially considering the pay gap between the PGA and the LPGA. Stacey's donation just shows how generous she is, despite the wage gap, in golf especially. Stacey Lewis, with the hole-in-one girlfriend, thank you for all you're doing for Houston. I know, like I said, I mentioned J.J. Watton and the punter from the Lions last week. Um, and these are just a few of the athletes that, that are helping. In this time, it's tough. Like, you want to help out. You want to, you want to be, you want to be there. So thank you to all the athletes and all the people and all the, all the citizens who are we're helping out Hurricane Harvey victims. Now we have Hurricane Irma and and Jose right after that. There's a lot of devastation and destruction going on. And I, I, I want everyone who has given blood or money or food or supplies to those in need to know that, that you are you are wonderful. You people are, are changing the world and changing the lives of individuals who, who greatly need donations and help and prayers. And thank you to everyone, especially Stacy. You... You're awesome. Thank you so much for 
for showing us that that you can still help out. This segment is called Team Player. It comes a few weeks late. Um, I know I, I'm trying to do very current stories and something that happened within the last week, but, you know, there's nothing that makes my heart melt more than when opposing teams come together together to change the life of someone else. So Jake Hyde, a senior at Vestavia Hills High School in Birmingham, Alabama, has an undeniable passion for football. He also has Down syndrome. Vestavia Hills and opponent Briarwood Christian know how much Hyde loved football. So the two teams sat down and drew up a game plan that would make for a night Jake Hyde would never ever forget. So flash forward, it's Friday night. And in the South, you know how important high school football is. Have you ever seen Friday Night Lights? I mean, people are insane about it. They live and die off of high school football. So the ball is snapped. It's handed to Hyde, and he took off up the left side of the field, with both teams running next to him as his dream came true. He scored a touchdown while every single person in the stands is chanting his name. Two teams coming together to make a dream come true. is It not only shows class, but it shows character and sportsmanship. I know a lot of times you'll hear a sports story that's... Um, negative or you see something in the news that's negative about a player or or some player was was rude to another player or there was intentional injury or all these things and we have to remember that sportsmanship is alive and well even at the professional level but especially at the high school level like to have two opposing teams come together to sit down to make a dream come true is absolutely remarkable uh shout out to both teams this is this goes way beyond the football field. You guys have such character and, and compassion for those around you and, and never let that fade. The world needs more of that. And I mentioned it earlier, but as usual, there are a lot of terrifying stories on the rail right now. From multiple hurricanes crashing our southern coast, wildfires in the north, and, and earthquakes just below our border, we live in a very scary time, very uncertain. But in times of struggle, look for the positives. Find the silver linings or the stories that make your heart swell. The stories that make you happy will keep your outlook on life so much brighter. It will make your days a little better and the interactions you have with other humans a little bit more positive. As Alan DeGeneres always says, be kind to one another. And with that, I hope this halftime left you feeling like your team just beat your rival in overtime. Can I get a go, Hawks? Thank you, guys. Um, your support means the world to me. Uh, keep sharing. Keep subscribing. I... I'm just trying to bring a little bit of positivity back into the world. So like I said, every single support, every single like, every single share, every single time that this podcast gets promoted, I feel like we can together change the world in a way um, that makes it a little bit more positive. So again, thank you guys. You are the best. And I will talk to you next week. Have an awesome week, everyone.